This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner, and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show. I'm joined this week by my buddy, Randy Winkler. Hey, Tony. We should, uh, I guess, you know, some of these podcasts, they're doing video podcasts nowadays. And yeah. But you like the Man in Black today. Men in Black. Remember yeah. good old movie, The Aliens? And Yeah. But I, there was a guy in there that uh, had a kind of funny look, and I just thought, just I was told once I had a face for radio, so maybe I'm in the right medium. We got a face for podcast, <laughs> too. Face for podcast, yeah. <laughs> but there are, there are some interesting ones when they have the video, because they can add some things in the background yeah, and yeah. charts and things. And I I don't know if we're that technically apt. You yeah. know, people would just be staring at us. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're there yet. Wouldn't so be the best part yeah. of... Uh, but they're missing the half the show. I, I wear a Fitbit, and uh, I can tell how many meetings I've had because I'll go home, and I'm like, I have 15,000 steps. There it's you go. Just Stopping gesturing the and office, drawing right. pictures. It's not walking. It's gesturing. That's right. That's right. Well, great topic this week, Randy. I want to talk about some you know, potential retirement threats or risks that, that people really ought to think about. And you know, retirement is really a dream for so many of us, but it's not always easy to get there. It first requires the recognition of some of these financial threats that can really derail your plans. And you need effective strategies to help manage these risks. And if you fail to prepare, you know the old saying, you're preparing to fail, right, Randy? So today we're going to explore ways to create a comprehensive retirement plan that can help you mitigate these risks and enhance your chances of enjoying greater financial confidence and freedom during those golden years. And we'll discuss how a seasoned financial advisor can help you navigate these challenges from assessing your entire financial situation and recommending strategies to help manage these various risks. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up. We want to give you some valuable tips on how to preserve your retirement. Achieving a confident retirement is like building a house. You need a solid foundation before you can start adding the finishing touches. Randy, I know you have. I built a house once. Now, admittedly, not the most handy guy in the world. I'll spare the story about a drill winding up in my calf, but we'll uh, spare everybody those graphic images. But I remember when I built the house, I walked up one day and the foundation was there. And and it's not the most exciting part of the process, but arguably the most important, right? Mm -hmm. Because if that's not said, it doesn't matter what cabinets or countertops or fixtures I picked, you know, you need that solid foundation. And the same is true with the retirement plan. You know, having a solid retirement plan is like having that foundation. And as financial advisors, we help our clients develop these plans to address their unique risks and goals. Whether you're concerned about market volatility, rising health care costs, outliving your money, we can help you navigate those challenges and build a retirement plan that works for you. You don't want to leave that to chance. So I, I think, Randy, selecting the right investments is only part of the equation when it comes to having this retirement plan effectively managing the risk we face can just be be just as important and without that clear plan it's easy to kind of trip and and miss some of that stuff and Mm -hmm. our goal is to help people kind of achieve that and i guess starting from a a high level randy it is important to have this 
kind of comprehensive plan. We call ours the Retirement Ready Roadmap, and our firm works with clients every day to help them achieve these retirement goals. And while everyone is different, we found there's some common risks that threaten the security of so many people's retirements. So today we want to highlight some of these and give you some tips on how to manage them. And it's important to remember that the best way to make sure you're managing risks that, that are relevant to your circumstances by having that comprehensive retirement ready roadmap. Simply relying on investment recommendations for brokers is not enough. So as I go through these risks, please keep in mind that a retirement plan that addresses these concerns is really essential. One of the biggest ones, Randy, and we're all feeling this one lately, is inflation. Yeah, as, uh, as costs go up, your, uh, your accounts are going down. So people are noticing this thing a lot at the uh, at the pump when you're buying food, if you're you know picking up eggs at the store, you know all of those expenses are going up, which means that something else is probably not happening. So you have to factor in inflation. And what a lot of people would love to do, in fact, in the old days, you'd hear the. I mean, when I got started in this, you'd talk about you know people like they retire, they put all their money in the bank, they collect their big CD, and they live off the interest for the rest of their life. Well, that doesn't work anymore. Um, infl inflation has driven up the price of, or the uh, value of CDs. You can get CDs at a higher rate right now, but you're still not keeping up with inflation. Getting a 5% CD and inflation's at seven, you're safely losing money. Safely. Yeah. yeah. So factoring that in and then laying out your investments based on your time frame. You know, the, the longer time frame you have, the more um, you may not find the volatility appetizing, but it's, it's a little bit easier to stomach when you know, okay, I don't need that money for 10 years. I've got my safe boring bucket over here. That's not knocking the lights out with performance, but it's, it's known it's, 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 it's there. So laying that all out, I think is really important to, and factoring in inflation. Cause if you think expenses are staying the same from now through a 30, 40 year retirement, it's just not happening. Well, and I think we see that so often, you know, with, with people that have really been handling their retirement plan themselves. And sometimes these folks brings in, bring in spreadsheets. And the biggest thing that I see missing from their income projections is the effects of inflation and the effects of taxation. If you're like most Americans, a big portion of your wealth is in these pre-tax retirement accounts. Every dollar that comes out gets taxed, right? And inflation really does make a difference. Listen to these. I pulled up some uh, numbers for you, Randy. I'll give you two examples. Okay. If you go all the way back to the beginning of the year 2000, a dozen eggs cost about a dollar. Today, that same dozen eggs costs almost $5. I knew I should have invested in chickens. I know. I was like in the stock market for it. I should have been in the market. You could have just bought those eggs and stored them somehow. You know. I don't know about that. Heck of a return. <laughs> you might have people with salmonella, but heck of a return. But, And listen to this one. Average consumer back then spent $115 a month on gasoline, whereas today it's over $300 a month. You know, imagine if everything continues to grow at that rate it's going to be tough for your retirement portfolio to keep up with that. I'm betting that gasoline one isn't even factoring in or is factoring in. There's a lot of electric cars now that there weren't then. So yeah, that number is probably actually. Do you remember your first, my first tank of gas? I think I paid around on low 70, 72, 74 cents. I can't remember mine, but it, it was a lot cheaper than now. Yeah, that's for sure. Filling up the tank was a, in high school was a, that was a painful experience. <laughs> Sometimes when we do our public classes, I'll share our paid 74 cents and our retired client laugh at me and say, oh, I'd spent a lot uh, less than that on my first tank. I, I have that conversation with my folks every once in a while. They'll say they bought their first house for $14,000 and sold it for seventy. dollars I was like, oh, I mean, man. you look at house prices today. I was just actually looking up with my mom. Uh, many years ago, I lived at locally in an area here called Bayview, and I had a little bungalow. And 
I don't know if that house cost me 115 grand or something. And we just looked up; it just sold for 330 thousand dollars. That same house. Well, we bought a house we're very close to the zoo about seven years ago, and according to Zillow, it's worth double. Isn't I mean, that something? I see that, I'm like, wow, our net worth's going up. And people, what people don't factor in is, okay, if we sell our house, we have to <laughs> spend product. a lot more. We got to right? buy another one. Right. You know, the, the right. other one went up too. So. Unless you're in a position where you don't have to, then you can cash out and you're in good shape. Got a nice cardboard box picked out. That's it. That's (laughs) it. You get one of those tiny homes. Yeah. Actually, I I think it would be uh, when I was single, maybe I would, I would have done it because I'm not materialistic. Well, I think the big problem would be the cats. Uh, I don't know if we want to be in that. They need their own tiny home next to you. Yeah. With the other little tiny outhouses. That's right. That's right. Next one we got to think about, Randy, and this one's important too, and it, it, it hits so many of us, and, and it's such a big factor in retirement, and that's the volatility, the Wall Street roller coaster, things going up and down. Yeah, the market the market goes up and down, and people seem to be surprised by this every time it happens. There's a, there's a if you're if you're a geek like us, go out and look for the J.P. Morgan Guide to the Markets. They take all of this information and they carve it up in about 75 different page, pages, and they show you. What was the best performing asset class last year? And what was it the year before? And what was the worst? And what did the stock market do? And what was the highs and the lows? And it looks just crazy. You know, in fact, there's one that shows, it's a, I call it the, uh, um, the optimist-pessimist graph. It shows the red dot for the low point for the market every year. And it looks like there's never, ever been a good year, uh, but because the market goes down. And then it shows where the year ended up, and probably 85% of the time, the market ended up. It, it moves around. It's volatile. And just the weirdest psychological thing, people forget that this happens. If you factor it in, there's there can be a lot of advantage there. As our buddy Warren Buffett is always says in his quotes, he says, he's greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. If the market's down and you don't need that money right now and you've got that safe bucket sitting on the side, you might be buying. You might be picking things up. When the market's up and everybody's jumping back on board, you can happily sell them your shares and refill your safe bucket. So kind of flipping your expectations on the head, uh, on their head and, and looking at when you need the money, being aware that volatility happens and embrace it. You know, they, they, woohoo, the market's down. Everything I'm buying is on sale. You know, it's a funny attitude, but it's not if you have a, t- a long time frame. Well, and I think it's just a matter of getting that risk right. I mean, if somebody becomes on board with us, whether it's virtually because they tune into the podcast and they live in a different part of the country or someone that's coming to one of our offices, you know, we really spend some time making sure we get the risk right. You've said it better than I can. You know, if you're up at night thinking about your portfolio in retirement, something's gone wrong, mm-hmm. right? And and that's why it's important to get that right because we know, not maybe, not, we know there's going to be market ups and downs. Question is, can we design your portfolio so it's not down so much that you're panicked, can't sleep at night, wondering if you can stay re- retired? And that really rolls into the next big risk that a lot of people don't think about. Technically, Randy, is called sequence of return risk, but it's this risk of losing money early in retirement. We know losing money early in retirement can really have a profound impact on the longevity or how long your dollars last. So it's something that does need to be addressed. Right. If you don't, if you have the, the losses late in retirement, it doesn't affect you nearly as much as early in retirement, even if you have mathematically the exact same rate of return over both those time periods. It's that you don't have the time to recover. 
So if your portfolio goes down by 20% and you're pulling out 5%, well, then that money that came out doesn't have a chance to recover. So there's a point where your portfolio is not sustainable because of the volatility. So a lot of people really get excited about portfolio returns or averages, and it's something to look at, but it's not the most important thing. I, I heard a, I had a former mentor I worked with and he had a great analogy. He said, if uh, somebody came to you and said, what's the average temperature in, in Wisconsin? I don't know, maybe 50 degrees. And he said, okay, what if you said, all right, I'm moving to Wisconsin. I want to dress, I'm going to dress comfortably every day. So I'm going to dress like it's 50 degree weather. Well, the average is correct, but how often are you going to be comfortable? If you look at the market too, if you say, oh yeah, over time, the, the market average is 7%. There's no such thing as an average year. So to have a plan for that, to be prepared for it so that it's not going to derail your retirement because, oh, hey, look what happened. The market went down. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement ready roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no obligation workshops or schedule your complimentary consultation also don't forget to follow us and like us on facebook linkedin instagram twitter and youtube now back to the podcast that's that surprise that happens every time that the market gets a little volatility and, and i think sometimes there's some simple answers but sometimes simple is very elegant um and sophisticated in a way and one of the ways to deal with this market volatility risk and sequence of return risk is this idea of having a safe income bucket where we can look look at products where we know your income is going to be secure for 10 or 15 years then the rest that other you know 50 60 70 percent of your portfolio that's on the kind of ups and downs of the market we don't have to worry about that in the short term because we know our income secured for a decade plus that can bring about a lot of peace of mind and can really help address the sequence of return risk. Having that or something like that, I think, is really critical in retirement so you can deal with these risks properly. Now, another big one, and I know we get this all the time, Randy, you know, Social Security is such a big part of everybody's retirement income, right? And it's different amounts for everybody when you started it, all this great stuff. But there's a lot of media attention right now about this data saying that they're not going to be able to fund every dollar of benefits in 2033. And so it's this idea, is it going to be there? So what are you talking to about clients when they're saying, Randy, can I count on it? Is it going to be there? Yeah, it's going to be there. It, it change. Um, but there's a couple of really simple fixes that they can do that we just need some some brave politicians to, to go to the mat with it because they don't have to wait till the last minute every is time. Like, is that like one of those oxymorons? Or? Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> like a jumbo shrimp. Yeah. So there, there's a limit to the amount on your income that goes into Social Security. So if you ever had a really good year in income and you notice like, why did my check suddenly get so much bigger in October? It's because you crossed over the point where they're not taking Social Security out anymore. They could, you know, double that or get rid of it altogether. You know, there isn't a point where you don't pay income taxes. So I'm not sure why there's a point where you don't pay into Social Security. So that would be something that they could fill the coffers uh, fairly quickly. They also could change some of the dates. You know, right now, uh, full retirement age or full benefit age is 67 for most. It used to be 65. The, the window is between seven, 62 and 70 to start. That could all change. They could make 65 the start age and 
maybe 70, 72 is the, the, the age when you get the maximum benefit. So there's some tweaks that that will have to be made, but just like all this debt ceiling stuff, they're going to go right to the, right to the edge of the cliff before they make a decision. But I think that you can safely factor uh, social security into your plan, especially for the, the type of people that we're probably talking to that are in retirement or thinking about retirement. Somebody who's 20 years old, I don't know. Maybe I might have a, a backup plan. <laughs> might be smart. Yeah. Might be smart. But it's something to think about. And there's a lot of different strategies on when and how to turn on Social Security. Part of our Retirement Ready Roadmap, we're going to do a Social Security analysis, if you haven't started it already, on what might be the best way to do it. Simplest thing, I know it's not the topic of today, but think about Social Security as an asset, not just this kind of payment you turn on right if you you can't start at 62 you take a 25 percent reduction but if you let it grow from 62 to 67 grows at six percent a year if you can let it grow from 67 to 70 it grows at eight percent a year right even with the fixed interest rates where they are now there's nobody that can guarantee you six and eight percent rates of return so might be something to consider uh, on a strategy on how and when to turn that on And then the other one is a biggie. This is probably one of the biggest areas. We talk about it a lot. But when people, you know, kind of connect with us and want us to put a second set of eyes on their retirement plan, if you were to pin me down and say, Tony, what's the number one thing you see missing for most plans that you review? It would be tax planning, tax strategies. And people just don't consider it. They don't consider the impact. Most Americans have most of our saved up wealth in these pre-tax retirement 401ks, 403bs, 457s. And those have a big old IOU stamp on it from the IRS. And it's something that we need to think about and deal with. While you're working, I think most people don't think about tax as much except around mid-April, you know, because it just, you get your paycheck and, you know, unless you look at it really closely, you're not realizing how much of that's going to Uncle Sam. But when you're creating your retirement paycheck by the withdrawals that you're taking, you, then you're much, much more aware of, oh boy, if I take my retirement paycheck from my IRA, it's all taxable. If I take it from my Roth, it's all tax-free. You know, in Social Security, the last thing we just talked about, that is completely affected by your income and taxation. You could get your Social Security back tax-free. You could pay 50%. You could pay up to 85%. So when you start Social Security, is isn't just based on when you need the money and the, the raise you get every year, as you mentioned. It's about how much you're going to pay in taxes and when. So taxes are a really, really big part of the equation. But they're also an area where I think you can get the most bang for your buck by taking a look at it especially because most people aren't, you know, you don't hear a lot of, there's no 24 hour tax um, stations out there, you know, like there's CNBC or something. It's not exactly an exciting topic. No, for most. I don't think it's exciting until you actually run a calculation for somebody and show them like, Hey, we're going to save you six figures in taxes by doing a couple of these strategies. Like, well, then they get very interested. That's a, and that's a reality, isn't it? I mean, you know, I think as you mentioned, Randy, taxes are going up. It's not, it's not a question. We know in 2026 rates are going up as the code is written. So if we can develop a plan where you're paying today's rates in, in a controlled fashion, we don't want to, you know, push ourselves into the top tax bracket. But if we can do this in a controlled fashion, to uh, to your point, we can. It's not uncommon that we meet a couple where we can save six figures in taxes over mm-hmm. their retirement. That's massive amount of money, right? And, and sometimes, Randy, people say to me, "Well, Tony." You know, if I have a hundred thousand dollar IRA and I convert it, if I'm in a twenty percent bracket, I'm only going to have eighty grand left. True, that's a fact, right? But maybe paying that today is less than paying twenty five percent later. Or let's take that same couple. 
that comes into our office a year later and says, Tony, uh, you know, we want to buy a motor home. Great, great. What's that motor home going to cost? 80 grand. Okay. Well, we got to take out 100 and send 20 to the IRS. Right. So it's the same outcome because some of that money isn't ours. So it's just a matter of when we're paying it, how we're paying it, if there's more efficient ways to pay that tax bill. Right. Yeah. Definitely factoring in taxes because it's, it's, it seems scary. And in fact, when we do our seminars, we have a disclaimer and say, don't try this at home. We're going to talk about some of these concepts because. If you like the idea of Roth conversion, some people say, hey, let's just convert the whole thing. Well, then not only are you going to go into the top tax bracket, which is currently 37%, if your account is that size, it'll be 39.6. There's things called IRMA thresholds where you pay more Medicare. There's something called the net investment income tax where you pay additional capital gains. You can very easily find yourself in the scary—that's <laughs> <laughs> the 44.4% the tax bracket with the, with the, the taxes and penalties right. and other charges. So to, to know where those, those stopping points are. Okay. Let's go right up to that line. And the nice thing with taxes, because it's math, we can say, okay, we're going to go right up to that point and not go past it. And next year we're going to do the same thing. And we're going to do the same thing. And gradually you're moving it over. You don't need to move it all in one shot, you know, move it over a couple of years and then, but you got to do it the right way. Correct. Point. Yeah. So don't you don't try get to yourself, <laughs> uh, don't get yourself in a bad position. Another threat we have to think about Randy, is really this idea of, of rising health care costs in retirement. I, I sometimes have funny couples. Some of them will tell me, oh, I'm never going to live that long. I'm going to pass away at 80. I'm like, well, you don't really know that. I mean, people are living longer and longer. I had a client the other day that said he instructed his wife, if he gets sick, just take him out to the woodshed and leave him <laughs> out there. And that that's all funny, and it sounds good. But the reality is some of us will get sick. Some of us will have rise, rising health care costs. If it's not planned for, that can leave your spouse in a really tough situation. So it's something you want to think about. It's not, I get it, not comfortable to talk about, but it's not that difficult to plan for it if you have those conversations. Yeah, we work with somebody who's a long-term care specialist, and they said that 7% of Americans have long-term care insurance, but 70% will have a long-term care event. So people that will need some sort of care, whether it's in-house or going into a facility, and they don't have the insurance for it because it seems very expensive. And it is expensive unless you need it, then it becomes very cheap. But um, taking just taking a look at that and say, okay, does it make sense for my situation? For somebody single, you know, if you've used up all of your money and you end up on Medicaid, it's not ideal, but you're not leaving a spouse with no assets to live on. If you're married, that's a completely different situation. Do you want to end up living with the kids? I mean, there's a lot of things that you have to factor in. Again, not fun to talk about, but it has to be part of the equation to make sure that you're prepared if something does happen. Yeah, being prepared is probably the key and because things do and, and can happen, and it's just something we need to think about. And the last one we'll talk about, at least for this week, Randy, is this idea of outliving your savings. Probably the number one question, whether it's been on a podcast, TV shows, radio show, in office, that people ask is some version of do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? It's this idea of outliving our money. What people are really asking is, am I going to have the income I need? Sometimes they don't know they're asking about income, but it's a common fear that so many people have. Yeah, that I'm always surprised, I think, because I've been in this world for so long, and even prior to being a financial advisor, I was a big budgeter, so I always knew where every penny was going and, and where what my forecast was, and I know it, it changes with the market, but you can make some assumptions, but a, a lot of, I would say, most of the people we meet with, they've got, as Brad puts it, a portfolio, but not a plan. 
they've got a bucket of money or they've got a they've got a vehicle without knowing if it's going to make it to the destination so to plug all this information in and to be able to tell somebody and, I, and we've talked about this in the past it's one of the best parts of our job to tell somebody not only are you going to be fine you're going to have you know two million dollars left over at age 100 well, I don't want $2 million left over. Well, then get spending. Spend you know? some more, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Quality are, problem. Those are fun conversations. It's not always fun. That's the majority. Sometimes right. it's like, hey, we're right. not going to make it. We need to make some adjustments. But knowing, I think that's the important thing. It's a GPS. Where are we now? Where do we want to go? How do we get there? What? How do, what, we, how do we adjust to make sure? It's such a peace of mind that I've had some people tell me that, you know, my, my life was everything up to this moment when I didn't know and everything going forward where I do. And whether that's good news or bad news, it's just a different situation where you're like, okay, I got, going back to your original comment about the foundation, if the financial plan is your foundation, the house is retirement. You don't want to be thinking about the right. about the, the, the plan. You know, I've got the plan covered. Your job is to go out and enjoy retirement. Enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy not, it. Not worrying about it. all this other stuff. I love it. And, you know, Randy, we talked about a lot of risks today, and you certainly can't eliminate all of these risks, but proper planning preparation can help mitigate these. And working with an experienced financial advisor, fiduciary like us, can help you create a comprehensive plan tailored to your specific goals and needs. That's going to give you a better chance of managing these risks and achieving financial security in retirement. No matter what your goals are, it's important to prioritize what's really important to you by managing the risks we've talked about. Developing a retirement-ready roadmap or comprehensive retirement plan, you can help preserve your retirement security and work towards those long-term goals and objectives. If you're feeling unsure, overwhelmed, don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to sit down with you on a complimentary basis and help you take back control of your financial future. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.